You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Amen. Glory to God. You may be seated. Welcome to church. Welcome somebody. Thank you, worship team. Wonderful. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord? What makes it the house of the Lord? It's because we're here. <laughs> Without us, it's not the house of the Lord. Amen? Yeah. So we are, when we come together corporately, we become his house. So you're welcome this morning, this winter morning. I'm told the winter is about to begin. <laughs> Hallelujah. We appreciate the Lord. For everything. How many people have been pondering over the value of their souls? Have you taken, have you really taken time? Have you listened to that message again? I've listened to it like three times. <laughs> yeah. There's great, tremendous value in the soul. Amen? And we must not allow the enemy to deceive us into thinking otherwise. Don't make the mistake of losing your soul. Okay? Don't make that mistake. Don't make the mistake of listening to the lies of the enemy. He's after your soul. Even when he takes things from your life, when he steals physical items, when he steals, it is all to target your soul. It's all to target your soul. He doesn't need... It doesn't need material things. It doesn't. He's a spirit. Do you understand? He doesn't need physical things. But why, why does he control economies? Why does he put in so much to manipulate the systems of this world to keep people in bondage, impoverished, and defeated, and all of that. He's after the soul. So he uses every resource within his means to advance his agenda, which is for souls. 
But unfortunately, the body of Christ is not serious enough about souls. We're not. We're not serious about souls. We're not even serious about our own souls. We're not. Why? Lack of knowledge. You know, he says, my people perish. For what? For lack of knowledge. The knowledge you lack is what destroys. So, when the enemy tries to deprive people of knowledge, why? It's because he wants to destroy. The thief comes not, but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. You think that when somebody has an accident, for instance, a car accident, you think it's because the enemy really wants the car? <laughs> What's he going to do with the car? He doesn't drive cars. Do you get my point? It's the soul he's after. He, he, wants, to, he wants to do what will make you to turn against God so that he can have your soul. So, I want you to see life. I want you to approach life with clear understanding of what is at stake. Why would he inspire somebody to wrong you? It's all about souls. Turn to someone and say, it's all about souls. Yes. Don't be distracted. Don't be confused about all the drama, all the activities, all the commotion, all the confusion. It boils down to one thing. Souls. Boils down to souls. So he will want to inspire somebody to do something that will make you to take a particular position that will now weaken your ability to preserve your soul. You see? Why does he make you offended? Why does he put traps of offense all over the place? It's all about souls. It's about your soul. Why does he tempt you? Why does he get you to do things that will offend God? Grieve the Holy Spirit. It's souls. It's your soul. Your soul is precious. I tell you, it's very precious. Extremely precious. Human vocabulary is not enough to explain the value of your soul. But in eternity, you will see it. 
Amen? Amen. So imagine someone walks, walks up to you and he shows you maybe a gold-plated, maybe if you are somebody that loves um, wristwatches or some of you ladies with your jewelry, you know, person brings um, some gold. Hmm? I don't know how many carats you like, but <laughs> you get some good, um, say 24 carats or, huh? of gold. White gold, okay. All right, so there's white gold, there's pink gold, there's <laughs> okay so all right white gold okay. if you want to bless caroline just give her white gold she'll appreciate that <laughs> yeah so the person brings uh, you see white gold it doesn't matter if it's an earring if it's a ring if it's a wristwatch once it's white gold How many people know the value? It goes up. There are many watches around. But the moment they say, this is white gold, you use gold to measure the value of the watch. Am I correct? Yeah, you use gold to to determine the value of the watch. You can't just go and get some shiny stuff from China Mall or China City or Dragon City or whatever. But it's a rich watch and it's shiny. They are not the same. Come on. So there are people who know the value of stuff. Yeah. So it's the same as you. It's the same as a soul. Okay? Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Alright? Genesis 1.26 So God decides God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit came together. They had a uh, a board meeting. Okay? They had a board meeting and decided, okay, now, the conclusion of this meeting is this. We're going to make man in our image. Hmm? According to our likeness. So, the value of a man is directly connected to the value of God. Are you see, can you see? It's directly, directly. Just like the value of that watch or that jewelry, that white gold jewelry is derived from gold. 
So the value of a soul is derived from God. It's derived from God. So let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. You see, the reason why man can have dominion is because of what he's made of. It's because of what he's made of. If he's made from China, no, Apollo, I mean, apologies to China. If, if anybody's watching this from China, I have nothing against China. China has blessed the world with so many fantastic, amazing, affordable, good stuff. <laughs> All right. But if man were made in China, <laughs> his ability to dominate. <laughs> you can see immediately that that would be a super inferior being. Correct? Yeah. So that's why the color of your skin does not determine your value. All right? The shape of your hair does not determine, or the texture of your hair does not determine your value. Come on. Even your level of education does not determine your value. Yeah. Education is great. Get as much as thou shalt get. Get. With all thy getting. Get understanding. Hallelujah. So get as much as, but understand that your value is not your true value, let me put it that way. Your true value is not linked to that. Although in the world system, the world has a different matrix and they use a different system to determine value. So that's why you must not be fooled by that. Okay? To operate in the world, you need to understand the system so that you can operate like that. You can, you can beat the system. Hallelujah. But you know the true value of you because of what God has said in his word. And so, when you walk into the room, you don't apologize for coming into the room. If you've done that before, stop it. Walk in. Like Jesus walked in. 
Halleluja. Ja. But because we don't have clarity in this area, the enemy has played games with us. But now it stops. It stops now. Amen? So when you walk in, if you are female and you're walking and they don't want females there, you don't apologize to say, oh, sorry, it's a, it's a female. Although I know they, there's some confusion out there, you know, but just, just be confident. All right? Be confident when you walk in. No. This is who I am. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> if you don't like me, it's okay. Right? Know your value. Come on. So you don't allow people's perception to determine your value. If they don't know your value, whose problem is it? That's right. If you bring white gold and somebody else doesn't know the value, is it a problem? Are you going to get offended? Eh, there's no need. So, some of the things that offend us, stop it. Tell someone, stop it. Stop it. Stop getting offended. It's not necessary. It's not worth it. Stop it. Stop it. That's why even a child is not inferior to an adult. Come on. It's not inferior to an adult. A child is not inferior to an adult, for God's sake. That child is in God's image, just like the adult is in God's image. In fact, if anything, the child is even of... For such is the kingdom of God. What are you saying? You need to even be converted and become like that child so that you can be closer to God. Because that child is closer to his maker than you. Yeah. So even when you see all those street kids, they're still in God's image. After his likeness. Are you following me? Yeah. So even the orphan is not less of value than you who is living in a palace, crystal palace. No. God doesn't look at it that way. Yeah. So we need to start looking at life like that. Start looking at people like that and see treasure. See value in that child. So if you have an opportunity to open your arms to the child who is fatherless and motherless, see it as a great honor. See it as a great privilege. 
Are you following me? Amen. See it like that. Why? It's in God's image. He's on the earth on a purpose. A child is on assignment. See it like that. If you see it any other way, I'm sorry for you. You might be either ignorant, misinformed, or I don't want, or possessed. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because you see, there's a lot going on right now. Trafficking of children. Why do you think Satan is doing that? He wants to capture them young. Poison them. And own their souls. We need to pray for our generation. There are too many things we don't understand. And then some church people will just be taking their value system from I don't know where. And they become confused. And they start making wrong judgments. They start, you know, saying things that they don't know. In the days of ignorance, God will overlook. Ask God for mercy. Any, in any way, we have failed to value that which God treasures. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. <laughs> I remember one time, a couple, you know, they were having issues, having a a baby. And I said to him, look, you know what? Have you considered adopting? He said, no, 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 no. In my culture, we don't do that. You know, we don't do that. It's, 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 it's a taboo in my culture. And I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, you are adopted into the family of God. And you say this is a taboo. So get out of the family of God because it's a taboo in your culture. What culture are you living by? Is it kingdom culture? Or this fallen culture? I say, stop talking that nonsense. Don't say that. You know that that same child is crying to God for a father and you are saying it's a taboo. That child is praying to God. You don't know the cry in the heart of that child. And you are talking nonsense. Stop it. You've tried everything. It has not worked. Maybe this is the direction God wants you to take. And you say your culture. Can you, see, can you see how retarded sometimes we are? What kind of thinking is that? The spirit of adoption is crying, Abba, Father, in our hearts. 
Huh? And then we say, our culture does not allow. What kind of nonsense is that? Don't talk that. Please. If anybody says around them, just educate them quickly. Before they get into trouble with God. They don't know what they are talking about. They don't know. That's why many times Jesus prayed, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they do. That child didn't choose to be born. But he's here. What do you do? Open your arms. Show them some love. Because they're in God's image. After his likeness. That might be the next apostle for this generation. You don't know. That might be the person that will rescue your posterity. You don't even know. That might be the next president. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know the blessing that that child brings. You don't know the mandate upon that child's life. You know, Paul says, I was an apostle. I was made an apostle from my mother's womb. You know that apostles are not made by Bible schools. No, Bible school doesn't make you an apostle. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, it doesn't. God said to Jeremiah, he says, I ordained you a prophet from your mother's womb. So that child that you are talking and despising could be the next prophet that will rescue your entire town. Tell me that it's a taboo. Who, who made it a taboo? There are some cultures that are introduced by the devil. To fight them. If it goes against the word of God, throw it away. Amen. It's not for you. Amen. For we did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry out, Abba, Father. Hallelujah. So we are looking at that child, that might be Apostle Paul of this generation. Maybe he didn't even have an opportunity to, to sell breast milk. The moment he was born, poof, they threw him into the trash can. I remember a man of God in Nigeria years ago. He's going to be with the Lord now. When he was born, when he was born, the oracle, because in their in that in their in their culture, in their tradition, when a child is born, they go to the priest. The priest will now consult the spirits, and then the spirits will speak about the child. So when they took the child to the priest, the, the, the priest said, no, this child is cursed. This child is going to bring a curse to this family. So the father said, away with this child. They took the child and threw the child in the dustbin. Where the, the heap, where the, they throw the, the trash, 
of the entire town. They went, that's where the father went to throw the child. The father went to throw the child there and then went back home. And the, the mother was, I mean, the mother, mother could not bear it. She went and took the child, brought the child back. And the man said, if you bring that child into this house, if you bring that child into that, this house, you go out. It's either the child leaves or you leave. You know what he, she did? She took the child to her brother and begged him, please help me look after this boy. Help me look after this boy. He was rejected, rejected by the father because the high priest of the family said the, the spirits, the oracle has rejected the child. So the child was rejected. Was it the child's fault that he was born? No, it wasn't. So you know what happened? The child was being raised by his school. The cousins will go to school. The child said to the uncle, I want to go to school. The uncle says, if you go to school, who's going to help me in the farm? You stay here and help me. The cousins were going to school. He was not allowed to go to school. So when the, when, when, when the cousins come back, when the cousins come back, he will ask them, what did you learn in school? Then they will teach him. That's how he, that's how he gained his primary education. Through his cousins. After some time, he became so bright that he started helping his cousins with their homework. Amazing. Amen. Amen. And as he grew up, as he grew up, this child, he was so hardworking. And to cut the long story short, he got a job. He became the, 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 the he grew up through the ranks and he became a manager with the Bata Shoe Company. He became a manager. And then he gets saved. He gets saved. And after he gets saved, you know what? He is so zealous for God. He is so zealous for God. A month after he gets saved, he's listening to the pastor. The pastor is preaching. And the pastor says, look. Yeah. Uh, he was, he's preaching from John 12, 14. Or 14, 12. Where he says... Um, he that believes in me, the works that I do shall he do, and greater works than this shall he do, because I go to the Father. And then he goes to the pastor, Pastor, are you saying I can do everything Jesus is? He says, yes, you can do it. You mean I can raise the dead? Yes. Pastor, you mean I can raise the dead now? He says, yeah, you can do it. Have you raised a dead pastor before? No. But I can do it. He said, yes. Okay. He got on his bicycle and started riding all over the town. All over. All over. Is anybody dead here? No. 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 Until around 4 p.m. He got to a house. A child had died that morning. 
And they were crying. He goes in there. He says, don't weep. This child is not dead. She's sleeping. And he walks in there. He talks to the child. He doesn't even know how to pray. Because he's a new believer. He says, if you, he says, child, wake up in the name of Jesus. My pastor said <laughs> that you will wake up. Wake up in Jesus' name. Nothing happened. And those who are looking at him. Then he remember in the Bible, Jesus sent some people out of the room. So he says, okay, everybody leave. <laughs> he, say, he says them out. Hallelujah. They go out of the room and he said, okay, what's her name? Because he didn't even know the name. They told him the name. Then he laid his hands on In the name of Jesus, he calls the name. Come back! And the child woke up. Hallelujah. And then he brings her out. He says, I told you she was sleeping. (laughs) Yeah. And that man is Benson Idahosa. That's the man. That's the story of his life. He was thrown away. Adopted by his uncle. Disadvantaged. Deprived from going to school. And yet... He became, his life became a living testimony of of taking the poor from the eve, from the ash heap, and making him to sit with princes. He had friends like Margaret Thatcher, Ronald Reagan. Those were his personal friends. From the dustbin to palaces. Come on! If if only the father knew the, 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 the value of this child. You see, what about this guy? He, another story. I can see you like the stories. <laughs> His mother was raped. Okay? His mother was raped by a black man. And when she got home, her parents parents told her that she needed to abort that child. She refused. They insisted, if you don't abort this child, you leave this house. And she left. She gave birth to this child and raised this child. This child grew up and became an amazing musician. Today, he's a blessing to the body of Christ with songs like, I am a friend of God. Huh? I am a friend of God. Huh? I am a friend of God. You call me friend. 
So you understand why he says, Who am I that you are thinking of? That you love me when I call. Hallelujah. Who am I? He knows where he came from. He was rejected because of the circumstances that surrounded his conception. But God did not reject him. God had an assignment for him. God had a calling upon his life. God had songs inside that child. That child, those songs would have been aborted. Today we are enjoying his songs. The value of a soul. We are so ignorant. So ignorant. And the enemy has exploited our ignorance to the fullest. To the fullest. From now on, when you see a child, look at that child differently. <laughs> It's a soul. Amen. 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 Even your own children. Amen. You don't know. What they will become tomorrow. You have no idea. You don't know what God has put inside that child. I remember. My, I, I was. I was. When I was a kid. And I was taken away from my parents. And I, w I went through the level of abuse that I could not even comprehend. They wanted to destroy me. They destroyed me emotionally. To the point that I was afraid of people. I was afraid of people. And I, I remember a relative told my mom, you are boasting about having two boys. It's not boys we want. It's money we want. What, 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 are, what are all these boys? You're priding yourself in these boys. And my mom said to her, you see, these boys, they'll become something in life. The money you're talking about, you'll never get it. I remember the time that when you ask me my name, I'm scared to answer you. Because I had been beaten so terribly for every mistake I made. So I got scared. Sometimes if I laugh, I'll be beaten. Why are you laughing? And I'm talking at the age of four. Because I have good memory. I remember all those things. I remember all those times. And when I was taken to school, I could not even talk to people. I was too scared to open my mouth. And they said I was retarded. They said I had problems. But it was the level, it was the depth of the abuse. Because they'll give me food with chili if I if I, I get I get a beating. I would get a beating. Serious hiding. It's not just a joke. I mean serious one. 
you will cry until you 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 almost fainting. I went through all of that. But they know the value of this soul. Yeah. They thought money was better than me. I'm better than money. I'm telling you. Yeah. They abuse me. My mom will come to visit me. They will lock the, they will lock the doors. I won't be able to see my mom. I will talk to her over the window. I remember. She was, I will stand by the window and she will be on the other side and she will be talking to me. And she will be telling me how much she loved me. And she will tell me how, what she has brought for me. What she bought, the toys and what, the clothes and all of that. She will tell me over the window. And I remember all those conversations. But guess what? When she goes, they take all things and they give to other children. And I was left without. Meanwhile, I had been told that it was mine. And I'll not be allowed to touch those things. What did I do? To deserve that kind of treatment. Yeah. You see, so sometimes when you see people go through things, it's because of what the enemy hates about them. So later on, the Lord now told my mother that I was being prepared for a sacrifice. That's how she told to my dad, she said, if you don't bring my son, you're in trouble. My dad went, and I remember that night when he came. He came in a Land Rover. I remember the car. Yeah. In a gray Land Rover. He came to the house, and he fought this relative physically. They took me, tied me on the back, and said, no, you're not taking him. Ah, give him my son. And that's how I got rescued. Tell you. And here we are today. Some of those people are the ones that are crying to me now for help. Same people. They need support. They need this. They need that. Lack of Lack of understanding, lack of insight, lack of foresight, lack of knowledge, lack of vision is, is darker than night. Hallelujah. Value a soul. A soul is precious. You are precious. It doesn't matter what anybody says. I remember when my dad passed away, went for his funeral, going to his funeral. One of my uncles talking to me, he says, oh, well, your mother had this kind of, um, you know, she feels this way about this part of the family and all of that. And, you know, no one we're going to bury my mom. And I turned to him, I said, uncle, she's right. I said, I know what I went through in the hands of these same people. 
He said, no, but you were so small. I said, oh, well, let me, rem- let me tell you what I remember. I began from when I was four. <laughs> and I began to tell him. I said, these are things I remember. Not, nobody told me these ones. These are things I went through myself. And he, he kept quiet. Some people are possessed, I'm telling you. No normal human being can treat a child the way I was treated. May God have mercy on their souls. I don't even know why I got into all of this. But listen. A soul is precious. Amen? Value that child. Even if it's not yours, that child deserves love. Even if it's yours. (laughs) I know. We're going to see some amazing things through some of these children. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think sometimes I live here and go and spend time with them? Why do you think sometimes I go minister to the children? Why do you think I like to go there and play with them? There's something I know that you, you might not know. There's something I know about children that you might not know. I'm telling you. Learn to value. Learn to value people. Learn to value people. Treasure people. Amen? Amen. Don't ever love things more than people. Don't make that mistake. Don't ever, ever mistreat people because of things. It's not worth it. Be wise. Okay? Be wise. People, I didn't even get into what I wanted to share with you, but you've heard me, and you've heard the voice of God. God is speaking to someone. Don't be quick to write people off. Everybody deserves another chance. Okay? Be merciful to people. Because you have also received mercy. Be loving to people. Because you have also been loved. Give people a chance. Because you have been given a chance. Amen. Am I saying that if people are wrong, you shouldn't correct them? That's not what I'm saying. God chastises those whom he loves. That's what the Bible says. So, but what I'm saying is that let your heart be open to people. Even when they are going astray, be merciful to them. Pray for them. Believe God for them. Help them in any way you can. I'm not saying you should become God to them. You cannot. Just 
be a brother be a sister to somebody all right be a mother be a father to another child amen before we close one more story years ago pastor grace after she got married she couldn't conceive and she was crying pleading because you know in african context if you are barren people can be so heartless i don't even know what kind of spirit that is as if it's it's, it's her fault so she was weeping before the lord lord i need i need a baby i need a child and one day she was crying god said to her the way you are crying to me for a child there are children crying to me for a mother he said to her if you will help me to mother some of those children i will open your womb <laughs> amazing she got up from 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 the floor wiped her tears ran to SOS Children's Village and started the process, adopted two girls and brought them home. And she started loving them. She started nursing them. After some time, boom, she didn't even realize she was pregnant. <laughs> you see how God works? So sometimes we can be so self-absorbed that we're not able to hear God. We can be blinded by our situation that we can't see what God is trying to show us about somebody else. Up till today, she's still adopting kids. I remember one time she said to me, Eric, you know, there's no difference. I've had biological children and adopted children. It's the same. She said, it's the same. He said, in fact, the biological child sometimes takes things for granted. And what she noticed is that the adopted child is even more responsible. Why? Because you had a choice. But you chose them. The biological one. You, you didn't have a choice. You, want, you didn't say this is the one I want. No, you didn't. They just came. <laughs> Do you understand? They just came. Yeah. But the one that you went and said, out of this one, I choose this one. And that's how God chose you. It was a choice. Hallelujah. There's no illegitimate child. Maybe illegitimate parents, but... 
every child is legitimately on the earth on an assignment hallelujah so open your heart tell someone open your heart let god open your heart amen father we thank you this morning we bless your name we glorify you give you praise glory and honor thank you thank you for your word and i know you are opening our eyes you are opening our understanding you are teaching us about the value of a soul and lord god i pray that this will translate oh god to us making major impact even in our generation i pray for your people give us a passion for souls give us a heart for the lost Give us a heart for children. Give us a heart for your people. Give us a heart for those that need your touch. Those that need your love. Enable us, empower us. Give us all that we need to make a difference in the life of another soul. Thank you, Father. Lord, forgive us for our misunderstandings in the past. Forgive us, oh Father God, for embracing thoughts, mindsets, cultural belief systems that are contrary to your word. We did it in ignorance. Forgive us, Lord. Let the blood of Jesus cleanse us as a church. Let the blood of Jesus cleanse us as individuals. Let the blood of Jesus purify our hearts, purify our motives. And bring us to that place, Lord, where we begin to see people the way you see them. We don't want to see people as trees. We don't want to see people as something else. We want to see them as you see them, as treasures made in your image, according to your likeness. Thank you, Father. We bless your name. We give you glory hallelujah amen now if you're here you want to give your life to jesus just raise your hand and i'll pray for you anybody because the true value your true value is in is is unlocked in christ your union with christ unlocks your true value your true eternal value so if you're not born again and you want to give your life to jesus I would like to pray for you. If you raise your hand. And those watching online as well, join me. Say this after me. Say, Dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. He paid for my soul. Right now, I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that He is Lord. Is my Lord and Savior. Jesus, come into my heart. Make me a brand new person. Forgive me my sins. Cause me to love what you love and to hate what you hate. I receive you by faith right now into my heart. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, I just want you to contact us. Our details are on the screen. We'd like to hear from you. And we also want to 
uh, instruct you on the next steps. All right. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Family, we've come to the end of our service. Just lift up your hands. Bless the Lord. Just appreciate Him right now. Thank Him for the value of your soul. Thank Him for your true worth is not tied to the earth, but is tied to God Himself. Thank Him for that. Be free. I ask, I command you to be liberated from every false, false value that has been placed upon you, either by circumstances or by people or by situations. I, I command you to be free from that. I break you free. Be free from every wrong sense of value right now in the name of Jesus. May your mind be washed, cleansed, sanctified in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. This ministry Amen. has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.